Dragon Chat. Dragon Chat. Say something really stupid and like kawaii. Like, sparking! Uh, Stan, you put me on the spot. Now I can't think of anything kawaii. Just say kawaii. Just say yo? Kawaii desu yo! No, no. Ugh. No? Give me, give, me, give me goosebumps saying it. That's say, too kawaii. Say yo, like what, like what Goku says. You know what I'm saying? When he, he's like, yo. What, how yo? Is, no, he says like, yo. On the next episode preview, you know what I'm saying? When they do it in the Japanese. And yeah. He goes, I'm Goku. And he says in Japanese because it's, it's Japanese cartoon. <laughs> Go- Goku des? <laughs> Watashi wa Goku How des? How do you not? How is there fucking 800 episodes of Dragon Ball and neither of you know what I'm talking about? I've never watched Dragon Ball in Japanese. Oh, like, like in general. Anything. In general. Ball Z. I've never watched any of it in Japanese. You didn't watch any of it in Japanese? I watched it in Japanese. I, don't, I just don't remember what you're talking about. Oh I think you're making it up. I ain't making shit up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a cold open now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making shit up. He's like, yo, it's your boy Goku, but he says it in Japanese. Well, you're already on it, Stan, so I think you should take, take this one. Yo, l- listen, I'm telling you, at the end of every episode of Dragon Ball Z, GT, Dragon Ball, Super, after the, the outro theme... At, at the end of the outro theme, he goes, oh, yo, it's, it's your boy Goku-san. San Goku over here. This is what's going on in the next episode. All right, hold on. We're about to... We're, really, okay. we're, 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 we're on a mission fucking, right now. We're yeah. on a mission. I'm going to watch an episode of Super. Well, not watch, but... Cut know. to the end. Like, go to the end credits. Well, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And then he goes, he goes, yo, son is the Goku, me. That's me. Right, you just broke everything. Episode one. Okay, okay. Right there, that, right there. That yo, it's me, Goku. That shit. That shit he says at the end of every goddamn episode. It exists. That I ever had. It exists, okay. Every show that ever had the words dragon and ball in the title, at the end of the end credits, he goes, yo, it's me, Goku. But he says it in Japanese. All right, I want you to say that, Chris, right now. Like, I'm trying to load it, but my internet's being stupid. Come on. Let's go. Okay. Okay. I'm going to forward to the end. Us. Us. Ora, Chris. Us. Something Goku. He just says, Ora, Goku. Whatever the hell he says. It's Goku. I don't know. Us. Oriwa, Goku. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I just made it up. Hold on. Okay. Come on. Let's go. Play. Give me the Goku. Okay. Yeah. It's Us. Oriwa, Goku. That's what he says. How do you know Japanese, Chris? Because I took it in high school and college, and I got this super cool. Uh, oh, I was at PAX. I got this super cool card game. It's called Japanese the Card Game. I think Stan, I told you about this. It's called Japanese the Card Game. Yeah, that's fucking I, it's random. A, I guess it's a, it is a ra- bit random, but the card game you could play it competitively, or you could play it by yourself, and it's a little bit like 
Mad Libs, where you have to create sentences based on the cards that you draw, and the structure of putting Japanese sentences together, it's, it's really easy and formulaic, and with the amount of expansion packs I got, it's the equivalent of maybe four or five years college worth of Japanese, which is really great. And they also have some really cool expansion packs like Kaiju or I think there's like an anime expansion one too. So I, I forgot a lot of it because I just didn't use it after graduating college, which I'm really upset about. I would really love to have that card game because I am I personally want in my life to learn Japanese. It's what, yeah. It, it's, one of, it's on my bucket list. I want to learn Japanese too. That would be dope. With this card game, I mean, I'm not being paid or sponsored, but I, I was talking at length. I, I met the creator two or three times in, in the past couple of months because they also do the con circuit. This game is incredible. If you just practice, you just play by yourself and play with your family members for like 30 minutes each day, and you eventually collect all the expansion packs, you can get five years worth of Japanese vocab and language comprehension for less like for like the, the starter pack i think it's like 50 for like the in, entire i think it's like 15 expansion set 195 which is still a great deal so that's what i'm gonna do that's my resolution i'm just gonna spend 30 minutes every single day playing that game and then once i pick up enough vocab again i'm gonna try reading manga in japanese and trying to watch anime without subs and see how that goes Anyway, os, oriwa, you're Goku. Goku. You're Chris. You're I'm Chris. not Goku. I'm Chris to Yes. So we're going to do news. We're going to catch up on Super. A little special topic. Sound good? Sounds good. Sound good. Chris, give me the news. The Dragon News. The Dragon News. The Grand Tour. Grand Tour. Alright, so we have uh, four pieces of news. So the first one, this was reported by GameStop. All you Dragon Pals out there should hold on to your copy of Dragon Ball Z Extreme Budoden, which is a 3DS game that came out in 2015, because there's a new One Piece game called One Piece Great Pirate Coliseum that's coming out later this month in Japan. Not, I'm not quite sure yet if there's a localization for the states, but if you're one of those people who like to import games, you can do that. Let's see. And in November, so that's what, like I guess like a couple weeks after it launches, there's a brand new update where it'll add support for One Piece and Extreme Budoden, where it allows multiplayer between the two games, so One Piece characters can fight Dragon Ball characters. Which is pretty cool. So that feature applies to both local and online multiplayer modes. Since all these properties are owned by Bandai Namco and the publishers as well, uh, Arc System Works, so it's totally legit. I myself, I'm not a One Piece fan. Stan, I know you're, you're kind of new to it too. Uh, Andy, you're a One uh, Piece fan, somewhat. right? I, I try to keep up as much as I can. Would you get the game for the fact that you could have like Luffy fight Goku? I mean, I think like that, that I would just get a One Piece fighting game in general, but that definitely adds fact for me to get it. So I could could fuck up other One Piece characters with Dragon Ball characters. Wouldn't wouldn't all the, the Z characters just smoke the One Piece pirates? Not necessarily. Like, I, how strong could these pirates be that they'd be able to go toe to toe with like a Super Saiyan Blue? Uh, Luffy's Devil Fruit is like pretty fucking crazy 
Alright, we gotta do a special episode one day. I don't know if it's gonna be a Super Mario Pal spinoff, a Dragon Chat spinoff, or like a revival of anime is weird, but we gotta do an episode called, what the fuck is going on with One Piece? And it's just gonna be half an hour, you trying to explain to me and Chris what the fuck is going on in this pirate cartoon. And what could possibly be going on for I w- 300 I also, episodes? I would also have to have uh, my friend Anthony with me. and Because uh, he is 100% caught up. I don't like, understand, so, like, what? how big is the world that they can't find this treasure? I don't know. Currently, from what I know, Luffy is fighting the equivalent of a, of a gender bread man. All right. Well, <laughs> sounds cool. I don't think any video game has done this before. Right? I mean, no. no, I mean, like, I know that they fought, like, a billion times before in, like, the video games. But, but like, to actually play... Have two disparate yeah. fighting games have an update where they can cross-fight each no. other. Like, I don't think that's ever happened. I so think I this think would be a first. super cool, I think. And it just by itself is, like, a cool Which is awesome, because it opens more possibilities. Yeah, Arc System works to keep coming out with fighting games in the 3DS and just keep updating... The game so that they can all fight each other. You get, you get like an awesome. anime Smash Brothers or Marvel vs. Capcom situation where you have all the anime friends fighting. That would be dope. We we did have, uh, what's it called? Uh, anime J-Stars. But it's a throwback to anime is weird. I mean, one, we could do an episode where it's One Piece and Dragon Ball and Totoko. Because we did discuss in the Totoko anime is weird episode that, that there are crossovers between Totoko and Dragon Ball. And there's like a three-way crossover between One Piece, Totoko, and Dragon Ball 2. And Namco Bandai also owns Totoko, so I'm not quite sure if there's a- any Totoko 3DS fighting games, but I assume that there are, so if that's another route or another game that can follow the update template, then you have three properties, and then... Arc System Works just needs to bite the bullet and make the Arc System Works versus Shonen Jump fighting game. We have Blaze Blue, you have um, Guilty Gear, then you have... The One Piece, Dragon Ball, and That'd all the anime friends, awesome. like, fighting. Like, do that. Make that shit. And then throw in the Persona characters, because you also did the, they also did the Arena games. Do it! I think it's canon. Let's do it. Another million Another dollar one. idea from our podcasting network. Another one. Cool. Any last thoughts about the crossover gameplay between One Piece and Dragon Ball? Sounds cool. I don't give a fuck about One Piece, but kind of I think... I'm excited to I see still, how it goes. Yeah, I'm still interested in seeing how that plays out okay so next piece of news so this weekend was the tokyo game show so we have a brand new dragon ball xenoverse 2 trailer have you guys watched this trailer yet i haven't seen it i have not explain it okay so as a quick recap there's a a minute and a half two minute anime cutscene where it's time patroller trunks and he's explained to you what the job of a time patroller is what they do that gives you a warning of like the dangers of going back and changing the past and then it cuts to a brand new in-game footage trailer uh where it, it includes a bunch of memorable scenes and new parts just made for the game so i they covered the the cell arc where uh, there's imperfect cell trying to absorb android 18 then you have an alternate version of the Saiyan arc where instead of just Vegeta turning to a great ape, there was like a second great ape in there. And then you have crazy possessed versions of Cell and Frieza. They have this weird symbol on their foreheads. I'm not quite sure what it is, but they're, they're it's glowing purple. And then they get like a supercharged power and ability because of it. Is it like the time breaker symbol? 
Yeah, it's like two ha- like two crescent moons that are opposite each other and they're Yeah, this is that's the time breaker symbol. That's like the um the 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 dragon the, the, the Dragon Ball heroes slash Dragon Ball online group of villains who go back in time and try to wreck shit, which was brought into the Xenoverse canon. So th- this is the first time that in America um, we're getting these like time breaker villains or whatnot. But they've been in Japan for a while with with um, the online game and with Dragon Ball Heroes. But they were introduced in Dragon Ball Xenoverse to us in North America. And so they're bringing more of those characters. Like, there's Timebreaker Bardock, who's got, like, this mask on his face. And they're supposed to be, like, incredibly powerful because they have, like, this dark magic powering them up or something like that. So that's what that is. Yeah, I'm looking at the thumbnail net right now. There is a photo of Timebreaker Bardock, and he looks so badass with that mask. So I love it. The hype is too real. Got the Clutch Edition on pre-order. Hell yeah, can't wait. Do you got it on pre-order too? With that super sexy Goku statue? Ugh. No, I haven't yet. I, I, I'm doing I it think now. it's still available through Game Like Amazon. I know like Amazon sold out. So you have a pre-order? Hell yeah. Yeah. Got that limited. Pre-order. I don't normally get limited edition like versions of shit. Like I had to get the Metal Gear Solid 5 one, but since then I haven't gotten it on anything. But that Dragon Ball shit song, gotta get that statue. <laughs> gotta get those Steve Aoki remix tracks. Oh, yeah. Little Chala. I had Chala on the iPod <laughs> over here. Oh, shit. You know it. As soon as we get those tracks in hand, those fresh hot off off the the radio. <laughs> the radio. The ch- off, off the game truck? The boom box. <laughs> fresh and hot out the kitchen. <laughs> Beats. They're going to throw them up on like little intro clips or whatever. It'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. In our special Xenoverse 2 spoiler cast, Dragon Chat exclusive, you heard it here first. Stay okay, please don't copyright us. We just love your music. We just want to share it with the world. Please don't. We love you. Free publicity. <laughs> free, uh, free PR, that's right. You should be paying us because we have an extensive <laughs> fan base. Please, please pay us. Somebody, <laughs> somebody like, pay us. Namco, Steve Aoki, uh, you know, Akira Toriyama yourself. Uh, anyway, they also announced uh, the open beta and closed beta dates for the game. Apparently, the, the betas are only announced, uh, at least in so far, announced for Japan as well as PS Plus users only. Uh, that's pretty interesting. Why they, it didn't come to Microsoft? I don't know. I guess one one more reason why Sony is king when it comes to consoles. So there's a closed beta and an open beta. The closed beta starts October 8th, 5 p.m. in Japan through October 10th, as well as 5 p.m. The open beta opens on October 14th at 5 p.m. and closes two days later, also at 5 p.m. Does the U.S. get that beta? I, I looked at two different sources. Uh, it seems like it's only Japan right now, which I'm really sad about. Uh, I, think, I think it was like Attack of the Fanboy. And Attack of the Fanboy said they were speculating that it would come to the US, but I think it's safer to say for the sake of not getting anyone's hopes up that it's Japan only. But I I don't think we have to wait that long because Xenoverse 2 is coming out in North America on October 25th, which is, you know, about a month and a week. So... Like five weeks, six weeks. It'll come soon. But Xenoverse 2, so much hype. Yes. Yeah, I can't wait. All right. 
So, next piece of news. This one comes from our awesome friend, Zach Lyons. He posted this on the Super Nerd Pals Facebook group early in the week. GameStop, and I guess by extension, Namco Bandai, doesn't really keep secrets that well. But this is good news for us, because in early episodes, we've been clamoring for any confirmation of this. But uh, Dragon Ball Fusions, the amazing 3DS game where you can just fuse everyone... Uh, whether it's two people or five people, Dragon Ball Fusions is all but confirmed for localization in the in the states in the West. This wasn't the first time that news of this leaked. There was uh, a document that first leaked in Brazil, but GameStop stores are now taking pre-orders for Dragon Ball Fusions under the SKU one three three five zero one. According to this data, it looks to be a thirty dollar game, similar in price to that of Dragon Ball Z Extreme Budokan. There hasn't been an official announcement from Bandai Namco yet, but with these two pieces of news, it's all but confirmed. You know, we just got to wait for Bandai Namco to uh, actually fess up. But this is so cool. We talked so much at length on both Dragon Chat and Super Nerd Pals about how much we're excited for DB Fusion. So for me, in a lot of ways, DB Fusion is the game I'm most excited for. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy as a peach right now. Yeah, I can't wait for this fucking game. I like my favorite thing about <laughs> Dragon Ball right now, um, in general, is that they're tapping into two very important things, like the two most popular things that that modern fans of Dragon Ball are into, and that's time travel and fusing characters. So in Super, we have a lot of time travel shit going on right now. The Xenoverse games are all about time travel, and then we have a game focused on fusion. And you know what, Xenoverse was a perfect way like i didn't understand how they could make the fucking dragon ball story more interesting like to replay the same goddamn sagas over and over but xenoverse does it in a way that like i don't give a fuck yeah it's i don't mind because you're going back to save those timelines it's like the back to the future 2 of dragon ball yeah you're going back to the original storyline to fix it and then like dragon ball fusions i don't know a lot about it but it kind of does the same thing as far as i i've heard where you're going through generally the same story from like dragon ball up to super presumably but you're doing it where all where everyone has the ability to fuse so you're you'd fight like in the saiyan saga you would fight rats and nappa fused together as like a as like a boss character so look at this look at this fusion between boo and hercule yeah exactly fucking amazing so I'm I'm just I'm really happy that the games are tapping into this stuff because that's like my those personally my two favorite aspects of everything post Kid Goku and Dragon Ball you know is the t- the chunks time travel and shit and c- combining the characters together. yeah I just yeah this would be a perfect perfect spring seventeen game like, it would be like just bring it out around my birthday perfect I'm I'm settled I'm square do it. What pre-order bonuses do you think they'll have for the Western release? Do you think it'll be like another figurine? Do you be like a special Western release only fusion character? Usually with Western, like for especially for things of DS games, it's usually something like along the lines of a stylus or a cane. Mm. It's nothing too crazy. If you pre-order Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 with GameStop, you get a Goku keychain. But, um, oh, so with, in, with Extreme Booted In, if you pre-ordered it through Amazon, they gave you a eShop digital download of um, the Booted In game, um, the second Booted, game, Booted In game for the Super Nintendo that never came out in America. So they like that was a pre-order only bonus. 
I didn't jump on that, which mm, I really wish I did because that was a really cool idea. And they should do something like similar for that for this one to order. They you pre-order, they give you a download of like Hyper Dimension or something. Some would be some other like old school Super Nintendo game or even Game Boy whatever game. Fucking let us download Leg- Legacy, of, Legacy Goku of Goku to the 3DS or some shit like that would be the best. Speaking of, they should really release like a trilogy pack for the 3DS of the Legacy of Goku games. Legacy of Goku One and Two and Boost Fury. Yeah, and then there's also that one GT game, yeah, which side, was really fun. That beat 'em up GT game. Yeah, it was all really four fun. of them. They did the, They did that shit with uh, Ace Attorney. They have the trilogy. You can download it on the 3DS. That's all three games in 3D or whatever. They should do the same thing with the Dragon Ball RPG. Man, bring that shit. It's been too long since I played the Legacy games. Yeah. Namco, please listen to us. Hear our cry. Hear our plea. Please don't let us... I mean, we could summon Shenron, but that's too much work. Oh, you know you know those little... Those those chibi Japanese figures that they have? Um, oh, the, oh, the, yeah, yeah. the Nendoroids? Yeah. Do that of the, the Goku Brawly Fusion. <laughs> like, give me yeah. one of those. That would be sick. I mean, would, would you... Would you say like Kuro is like the unofficial mascot for like DB Fusions? Because I feel like he's he is. Kind of, he's like thrown up on the cover all the time. He's, yeah. he's like front and center. So I feel like he. I'm is. totally okay with a Nendoroid figure or or even like a Karoli keychain or something. I don't know something with Karoli because Broly's my man, and I just I just I just love how he's like he's like the unofficial mascot. So I and that's Vic Mignano right there. Hell Alternatively, yeah. let us download. American Goku from Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, Andy, I know this is a tangent, but speaking of Vic, you should really come and visit me next year for Otakon, which is being held in Washington, D.C., because Vic, he's already announced as a guest for really? Otakon. Oh. 20, yeah. Might have, to, might have to plan out there. Trips out there. Yeah, we need to go, and we need to uh, line up and get autographs and attendance panels and stuff. So, so just put it out there. It's already, it's already confirmed. To uh, Dragon Ball Super Up. The Super Catch Up. Um, Do you have any last words? Words. Uh, well, okay, we also have uh, well, the action figures. We have oh, we got yeah. some brand new action figures in the last co- last year. They've been doing some interesting variants uh, and high-grade figurines that do crazy stuff like internal audio movement or light base gimmicks. So the latest one is Goku. Uh, they have a standard Goku and a Super Saiyan variant where it's a high-grade model kit, so it's super high-quality materials and paint job. And also, they have an LED light fixture in the, the Kamehameha. So he's doing the Kamehameha pose, and it lights up. And it looks super dope. The bad news is that it's a Bandai web shop exclusive in Japan. Pre-orders have already opened and they won't ship until December. But the good news is the pricing is pretty reasonable. It's 4,320 yen. So it's about $42, not including shipping. So if you're really, if you're a big figurine collector out there, I mean, I think that's still pretty reasonable. Just, you know, just log on to the Japanese website and or through an import website, grab that shit up. Stan, you had a you you showed me an amazing Vegeta figure that's coming out. Peep that. I don't know if I would use amazing to describe it, but it's this it's the same it's the same company that's making this Goku toy, right? Or whatever. Pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. 
it's so Goku's got this badass figure where he's powering up the Kamehameha and it, it lights up. You know what the Vegeta figure is? Him fucking crying his eyes out. <laughs> it's, it's trembling in his boots. Yeah, his and his like effect on his toy is that the toy actually trembles while he's like crying. So he's like floating, trembling, like sobbing. This fucking toy. And the tears are like, is this it? Yeah. Oh my god. He he actually shakes. Like on on the um on his pedestal or whatever, he'll like tremble, like he's like sobbing, like uncontrollably. And this is from that moment. Uh, I think it was like Frieza arc, where he's where he's explaining to Goku like what Frieza did to the Saiyans. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you want this to be like, I I guarantee you, this has never been depicted in like action figure form, like this fucking pivotal scene from the fucking Frieza saga, but I don't it's, know, it's like the thing that we never knew, like, was we wanted, but like, I, I mean, kind of don't want. I feel like some asshole at this company was like, alright, we got this badass Goku figure, now what do we do for Vegeta? Fucking crying. Crying. Cry. That's what, that's what the people want. Like, sweating, crying, trembling. You know what's crazy is he got the same sweat marks from the episode on his fucking face and that's that's what's really cool is that it's it's super it's super detailed and it's like really well done as a figure but it's just such a bizarre choice of like all the moments of vegeta that they could have chosen to like enshrine as a figure all right sorry to go off on a little tangent but every time i see this goddamn picture i think of uh dragon's ball pp have you ever watched that yeah i've seen it yeah and then wait it's just like a like a a bridge a series kind of something, thing? Or something or something a- close to that. But um it's pretty much just a retelling of the Saiyan arc and the uh the Frieza arc and in the Frieza arc with this picture of Vegeta crying, he says that like Frieza didn't invite him to his birthday party. So that's all I think of every uh. time I see this. <laughs> Man. Kinda want it. I whenever I see a Dragon Ball figure that's really well done, I always have like this really terrible urge to buy it like no matter what it is and it's like it's really bad i like have to visit yeah the de- the dead yamsha is another one that I, I would love to have where i'm just like lying in the ground but yeah like i i'll like walk into forbidden planet or something and i'll go to the glass case and they have all these badass figures from like super saiyan blue vegeta super saiyan trunks and they're like 30 bucks a piece but they're like so awesome and i actually got you the gohan one yeah. for your birthday once and they're just really cool. And if I had unlimited money, let me tell you what I, I have a whole I have like a whole room <laughs> dedicated to like ridiculous Dragon Ball toys. Not even joking. I guess to offset the the crime, Vegeta. Uh, I talked about this before on the the last episode I was on. They have that super dope, like the size of like a volleyball. It's like this the the Saiyan capsule toy that opens up and there's Vegeta and he's like his eyes are closed his arms are crossed like from the like I don't know like the second or third episode of Dragon Ball Saiyan arc which I really love I mean that balances out but still I think that's a really funny choice for a figure I'm surprised they didn't do like some 120 point of articulation one six scale figure of Vegeta in the the pink bad man collared shirt that would have been awesome but well, because the Batman Vegeta is already getting a pop figure, so I want that pop. Oh, easy. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's called Batman Vegeta. But yeah, cool stuff. Fucking fucking awesome crime Vegeta figure. 
so much swag, so much merch. We're going to get it all one day and have an amazing shrine or, or start like a Dragon Ball museum. We should have a Dragon Ball museum. I think, I think that's uh, completely sensible. Oh, yeah. Two more things. Uh, YouTube videos. Uh, well, I'll put them in the show notes, but you should really check them out. One of them, Men of Arms. Uh, these guys, you, you might have heard of them before. They're really famous on the web. They're also really famous around the content, especially the DC metro area since they're from Baltimore. Uh, they, they recreate famous weapons and armor from anime, games, movies. So last month they did an amazing recreation of, of Trunks' sword. It's really cool. Check it out. And then they ended up slicing up melons and water bottles like they usually do with epic music in the back. So super cool. Um, I haven't actually seen it in person. Uh, I know that whenever they do cons, they take their finished works around. So I missed them at Otakon, but they're probably going to be at Anime USA and at like next year's Otakon as well as Katsukon. So at least at one of those conventions, they'll probably have them sword. So if I see them, if they have trucks of sword, I'll take some photos. Last video, Nerdist, the last week, they have a series called Because Science, with hosted by Kyle Hill. And Kyle, he basically breaks down pop culture phenomenon and applies science to it to see if it's actually viable in the real world. So this episode was titled, Would Dragon Ball Z's Gravity Training Kill You? And the verdict is, we yes. actually... Yes. Yeah, we, it'll kill people, but we have the technology to build it. But it'll kill you. Your, your insides will fry, and you'll you're, you'll black out before you even have a chance to you know, even attempt it. So. I mean, the anime even actually showed this when Yamcha went into Vegeta's like yeah. gravity chamber and tried to like I could do that, and he tried to crack it at three hundred G's and like almost fucking died because he's Yamcha. I mean, why was Yamcha of all people? Who's who's the bigger joke in Dragon Ball, Yamcha or, or Pilaf? <sighs> ah. Well, Pilaf. Is gaining much more like thanks to Super. Yeah, he's and Yamcha's fucking MIA. So yeah, Pilaf's a little bit more useful. Yeah, overall. So he's also funnier to me. Yeah, without Pilaf, like they couldn't have. He's smarter, funnier, and and just that's it. Yamcha's just Yamcha. Like he died by a Cyberman. Exactly, and Pilaf provides comedy relief, and Yamcha is just kind of useless he just stands around in super most of the time it's just... he doesn't even fight the freezes men like freezes like army it's like tian tian goes up in there like no problem like fuck it i don't care go on lead in three, three eyes i don't even know what the the middle eye does i'm sure they i'm sure they explained it in dragon ball and I for, i'm forgetting probably got like some spider-man like danger sense coming out of his eye <laughs> or whatever that's how he was able to dodge all of like Majin Buu's like extermination blast thing and survive. With his third eye. With his third eye, danger sense. I know he like lives with launch, but they don't explain that either. And Chaozu. They well, don't Chao explain Tzu's, that either. Chaozu's a given. Chaozu's his biffle. Yeah. And then they fuse in Dragon Ball Fusions, and it's beautiful. Alright, you want to do the catch up on, on Dragon yeah, Ball Super? Let's do Dragon Not Ball much happened in, in this past episode, episode 58, right? So yeah, 58. Not much happened this episode, but they did go into a little bit more of the mystery about Goku Black and Zamasu. And they're trying. Goku and the gang are trying to basically figure out what's going on with Goku Black still. And they, they're they're one step closer to solving the mystery. They, they might need Scooby and the gang. <laughs> 
This mystery is like mind fucking because it's like the gods are trying to figure out what's going on and like fucking everyone's everyone's in on this mystery. Yeah, even and then it's even, not only um, a mystery of the present. But the future also. Yeah, even Supreme Kaioshin, he's up in there. Yeah, Supreme he's, Kai's there. He's chilling. Supreme Kai's fun. I love that. And and I don't know, it's just I love the mystery and I love how it's the mystery's building and there's like still elements that like are not revealed yet. Like why why is Goku Black's key just like Zamasu, but they're not the same? Why like why anything really? The biggest mystery overall is why Zamasu in the future decided to create Goku Black. Yeah, because it's they a little paradoxical. They explained why um, he would want to do that in the present timeline, mm-hmm. but they didn't really go into like why he did it in the future. Yeah, so some spoilers. Basically, they're piecing together the fact that Zamasu is tracking down the, the Super Dragon Balls, which are... Like, planet-sized Dragon Balls that exist in Universe 6 and 7. And once you get them together, you can essentially wish for anything. And so, Whis, like, has has surmised and is, like, he's basically coming up with the theory that Zamasu wished for a perfect copy of Goku to use as his, like, puppet for his, like, justice, like, seeking. And then use the tie rings to jump ahead a year and then wish the dragon use the super dragon balls again to wish immortality for himself i think they're on the mark with the immortality stuff i'm pretty sure he that's pretty much a given that he's used those to grant himself immortality but i'm not sure if he wished for goku black or if he did it's not in precisely the way that we're expecting it precisely because we said it out loud makes me think that that's not it's like a red herring and they're going to give us the real, because they yeah. st- they still can't figure out why they have he has the same key, and that's essentially what the what the mystery is here. I'm sticking to my original thought, and that Goku Black is a tuffle. Mm. Yeah. Also, the whole paradoxical issue of like Zamasu and Goku Black in Future Trunks' timeline. How is that possible if? Zamasu only learned about Goku from fighting him in the present timeline. That's, the, other, that's the, the other thing is, is, if he wishes for being with the body of Goku, how can this unknown character go Super Saiyan? Mm-hmm. Let alone Super Saiyan Rose. Yeah. So it's that's basically what we're trying to figure out. And I think the par- paradox might be the exact reason why it can't be a wish, because future Zamasu doesn't know directly wouldn't know directly about goku in order to wish for him unless he's been observing and he hasn't as of the present zamasu so that we're it's still i hope they solve this issue and i hope they're not just saying oh it's just paradox like we're not even gonna touch it but um a theory that i have that i was thinking about and like from from reading the dragon ball z reddit and whatever where they're like talking theories is that goku black is the revived heart disease goku from the future and i think we talked about that a little bit the last episode where that is the case and i think that might be a potential explanation for why zamasu and goku black can exist in the future timeline because when goku vegeta and trunks go into the future they always go into future trunks's future and not like their own personal present timeline future and i think that's because future trunks is 
forever going to be linked to his timeline and they can never travel to using trunks's mother's technology and that time machine and whatnot they're they're never going to be able to go into their own future timeline it'll always be trunks because trunks is the link and with the time ring they're able to go back to um the present briefly right the regular present but so because future goku with the heart disease died in that timeline He's also forever linked there, so that's why he can jump back and forth, and why Zamasu and them exist there, because Zamasu is going to the future there. <laughs> I, I know, it, it doesn't make any sense, it's confusing, but essentially, if, if Zamasu wishes for Goku Black, right, the caveat could probably be that he can't make a perfect copy, but he can make an approximation, and Zamasu doesn't want approximation, he wants Goku, and so the he has to the the super dragon has to look into the timelines where that's possible, i.e. the timelines where Goku is dead. And a good way to use that body is the one where Goku is dead through like the heart disease and his body's not like affected. Okay. I so he pulls that Goku from that timeline for Zamasu, and because of the time rings, that's how they're able to exist in that future. Well timeline. the thing is, because Alright, so now you're talking that if there were two timelines, however, there are three timelines. There's the timeline where, that we are now, where Super's at, like actual Dragon Ball timeline, the mm-hmm. one that we follow. There's the timeline where Trunks kills Cell in our timeline and goes back to his own timeline. And then there's the third timeline where Cell comes from and kills Trunks. So that means that there are two dead Goku bodies out there. Mm-hmm. At least. <laughs> yeah. So do you think there are going to be two Goku Blacks? Mm, that's for, all... like, for the new Zamasu? Or for well, present? Well, if that's the case, then there's going to be that one future timeline. No, that doesn't even make any sense. Because the cell that, that Gohan killed was the cell from the dead yeah, Goku yeah. timeline. I know we need like a whiteboard and like <laughs> and like dry erase markers to like hash this out. Like, what, what timeline are we dealing with here? Because I was gonna say like, if that's the case, then there's gonna be a timeline where where Cell is fighting against Goku Black to protect <laughs> to protect the mortals. And there's like a hero Cell out there somewhere. That would be fucking awesome. Do that. Where he's like, Cell killed everybody on Earth, but now has to contend. Against Goku and, Black. And for whatever reason, Cell un, un, unwittingly becomes the hero of, like, the rest of the universe. Because he's got he's to gotta stop him. That sounds fucking amazing. And then Cell and Cell Juniors form their own Z-Fighter team. And they just save the galaxy over and over again. It's like Terminator 2, where they had, like, the good Terminator. Well, like, Arnold was bad in one. But... We, we got all the timeline movies here. We got Back to the Future 2. We got Terminator 2. <laughs> That'd be great if, like, a cell from the future that's already dealt with Goku Black comes back and it's like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, come with me. And they're like, oh, shit! Because they they're already using the cell fucking time machine and they're already, like, talking about cell in this arc. So that'd be great if they're just like, I've already done this. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. In the end, cell dies. He gets thrown into a giant volcano and gets a thumbs up. Yeah, as he goes into the lava, like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> oh. 
Anyway, Dragon Ball Super <laughs> is getting more and more confusing the more and more they clear this up. So, hopefully by the end of the arc, everything is is uh, accounted for. So, that would make Future Trunks John Connor in this alternate timeline. Because instead of Cell killing everybody, I think Trunks beats him but doesn't destroy his body. Just reprograms him. And it's Cell who's the one who uses the, the time machine to fix shit. And Trunks is like... The person who's like chilling in the timeline. I want some fan <laughs> art of, uh, of Cell, Bulma, uh, Cell, Bulma, Vegeta, and Trunks as like the Terminator crew. Yeah. Sarah Connor, John Connor. Uh, what's his What's his father's name? Oh wait, uh, Kyle Reese. Yeah, yeah, Kyle Reese and uh, the Terminator. I just want uh, a gif. Of Cell doing the classic T-1000 walk. Oh my god, that'd be so great. Just Cell in like a leather jacket. I mean, and he's <laughs> technically an android, so. Yeah, it works. There you go. Cell on a Harley Davidson, and then Trunk is on <laughs> Trunk is on the back, and then for some reason, Trunk, uh, Cell's arm turns into like a bio-organic shotgun, and, he, and he's flipping it around. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, that's, uh, that's what's happening in Super... Yeah, John Connor and the fucking Terminator and Marty McFly <laughs> are on the case trying to defeat Goku Black. And in the opening credits, it's uh, it's Akira Toriyama and then it's James Cameron. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! It's great. Uh, I love all this. I love all this dank world building. But Dragon Ball Super is really good. It's getting good every episode. I can't wait to figure out what's going on with Goku Black. And I love that they dedicated an entire episode to just having everyone sit around and discuss theories like we've all been doing. <laughs> Which is good because, I mean, that kind of kind of gives the viewer like a feel like that's what they're doing with their friends anyway. So why not make an episode where like Goku and them are... And it's a good way to address everyone's like... Thoughts uh, and yeah. theories. It's like, okay, so maybe he wished for Goku Black. Maybe he wished for immortality. Maybe he used yeah. a ring to jump. And on so now, years. now that they've I mean, now that they brought these theories into like the thought process of the actual characters, now we can move forward and like learn what the truth is. Yeah, because I, I guarantee they're not going to like figure out the truth and, and be like, oh, it, Whis was right all along. You know, I I feel like it's going to be something that we didn't consider. But my favorite thing about this. And to bring even more sci-fi movies into this conversation is the fact that all the warriors know, everyone knows that Zamasu is about to kill Goasu, but because he hasn't done it yet, they're debating on whether or not to stop Zamasu before he commits the murder, like a minority <laughs> report. <laughs> and so there's this whole there's this whole scene in the next episode, apparently, where they're debating on whether or not to stop Zamasu, because technically he hasn't done anything wrong yet, but they know he's gonna murder Goasu. <laughs> Listen, and so it's gonna it's gonna turn into like Civil War two with like Dragon Ball Z, where it's like some of them are like we gotta stop the future, and other people are like we have to like give people the benefit. DBZ Civil War. Yeah, I want just like a fucking epic ass good M Night Shyamalan twist, where like Goku Black was good the entire time, and like planning to kill Zamasu and figure out it'd be fucking awesome. Or if Goku Black, like, took off a mask and it was actually Trunks. What? <laughs> or if it was, like, Vegeta. Vegeta Black. Vegeta Black. That would That'd be, be awesome. awesome. Good theories, good theories. 
Yeah, that's super. That's where we're at. There is no new episode this week. Um, episode 59 premieres next Sunday. What if it was like some super obscure saying like Raditz, like Raditz Black? Raditz Black would be interesting. What if it's not actually Goku, it's Turles? No, I don't want that. That's the one I don't want. What if it's Bardock? <laughs> oh, GG. It's never like Bardock was like brought to the future. GG, Goku loses. And it's just like that's why he doesn't know anything about Goku because Bardock's the OG. Yeah, that's why. That's why Bardock does that's why Goku Black doesn't know anything about Goku because he fucking never met him. That's true. But he looks exactly like him. But he doesn't have, but he has no scar on his cheek. That's, that's one thing. I mean the super dragon balls can fix that. I guess so. <laughs> You're gonna waste a wish out of scar? Yes. <laughs> I mean, Zamasu has the power to jump into the future. So he could jump forward a year to when the Super Dragon Balls are useful again and then jump forward another year. Just waste wishes. And he can use them technically. Do, a, do whatever the fuck he wants with the time ring, but whatever. We're going to go into special topic before we run. Yeah, special topic. Alright, so we all know that the dragon uh the super dragon balls can literally grant any wish. What would you wish for? What, within the Z universe or just, just like in our world right now? In general. Okay. In general. In general. Okay. Anyone got any ideas? I would wish for the History of Cell special that, that goes into the timeline I was just describing. And I want that to be real. <laughs> I want that to be a feature-length movie. Wait, wait, you want a, a movie or like a dedicated? I don't, like, wanna, I don't need a TV series. series. I just want a, a movie, like like the well written. Just want a movie, yeah, like okay. the history of Trunk special, which was a, like a suit was was amazing, right? I want that, but for like the the future where Cell becomes rewritten and like a hero, directed by James Cameron and Akira Toriyama, <laughs> Turn <laughs> Cell, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Judgment Day, dun 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 dun. I would wish for us to be a part of Akira Toriyama's, like, thought crew. Because we would just throw so much shit at the guy. Like in the writer's room? Yeah, like the writer's room. I would wish, like, we we could be like the humans of the Dragon Ball Z world. We could actually manipulate key. I mean, I guess you could argue that Shaolin monks can do that because you can... These monks that train all their lives. But we're can, not shallow monks. We're not. We're not. But I'm just saying, I wish we could, like, fly and like, fire key blasts and be, like, bad as, like, Krillin. You could throw, you know, destructiveness and throw Kamehameha waves and I'd be, I'd be awesome. And then get married to a villain. I would just like to fly. How awesome would it be to fly? That'd be so great. Videl learned in, like, an episode. Yeah, Gohan taught her. It's possible. Yeah. But Gohan needs to teach me. How come Hercule never was like? Because Hercule thinks his light shows and fucking well, not, mirror tricks. Not after the Busa, he knew that shit was real. Uh, you have no choice. The human race was dead. Hercule was literally the only human alive. Yeah, so I'm saying. So why he was? Why wasn't he like, yo? Listen, I, I every time I'm in this tournament, some shit got, got, goes down, and I gotta pretend I got diarrhea to get out of here. <laughs> why don't you just teach me how to fly? So this shit never happens. So I can at least, at least be on the level of Krillin. So I don't get one shot every time. Maybe his his actual key is too low. So he doesn't even, he can't even do it. Even if he wanted to. Maybe he's too old. Yeah, but Videl had the fighting potential to do it. Yeah, but um, Roshi can't fly. 
But Roshi can Hulk out and fire Kamehameha ways. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you got a point there. You got a point. He had the Nimbus, but he couldn't use it because, you know, obvious reasons. I think a secondary wish, I want all of Bulma's or her family's capsule corp technology. Just You have a spaceship in a capsule. That's awesome. She has fucking houses in these goddamn things. Imagine how much like say, uh, space you could save. In one of the recent episodes of Dragon Ball Super, they brought food to the the future in a time cap in a capsule. And when they opened it, it was this huge fucking table of hot, good ass looking food. And I was like, the my only question was, where's the button to put that back? Bulma's a really smart. She's like one of the smartest humans ever in on the planet. So I, I'm sure she figured it out. What I'm thinking about is like, how does the technology work? Does it create like a pocket dimension where you just store shit in it? And it's probably like like Ghost Rider's trunk. The, the, you know what? She <laughs> Bulma and like she got Goku to beat up Ghost Rider, steal his car, and and reverse engineered the car's technology to make the capsules. That's canon now. And this is why they need us on the creative team. Maybe in the in the history of Cell special, they revealed that like go like Bulma and Trunks worked together to make this charger that was time traveling like the DeLorean <laughs> and has the capsule technology in the trunk. So like Frieza and King Cold like land on Earth about to fuck shit up, and then all of a sudden a flaming charger just like wheels around the corner and Cell pull, like walks out with a fucking shotgun and a leather jacket. Like boom. Uh, yes. And Cell now possesses the spirit of vengeance. Yeah. Yes. Flaming head. <laughs> Flam- flaming head, chains, and a shotgun. Pen and stare. You would you would wreck every villain in Dragon Ball with the pen and stare. He would wreck every hero. He'd wreck everybody. Please, for anyone who's listening out there, we want Ghost Rider slash Terminator slash Cell fan art right now. Uh, this is too good. This is too gold. good. <laughs> All right, let's wrap. Anyway, up. <laughs> before before this theory goes on, but yeah, we all we all said our wishes. So yeah. Oh, one more thing. I, I I felt so laughed out at the last episode. You guys named your top five signature moves. Can I can I share my list with you guys? Go sure. for it, Chris. I like some of the weirder moves. So I got Destructor Disc, the Super Ghost. Kamikaze attack by uh, uh, Go Tanks, the Gallic Gun. I love the Gallic Gun. Oh, so OG. Um, I think there was an episode of Dragon Ball Super where the kid that Vegeta was training fires his own version of the Gallic Gun, and I thought it was really awesome. I really like the Powerball. That's the move Vegeta does in the beginning, where he, he creates a fake moon, and apparently Bardock created that move to make Saiyans uh, turn ape whenever they want to. And, um, of course, Trunks' crazy, what's it called? Burning, burning attack? Yeah, burning attack. Flashes all the gang signs, it burns people up. I love it. Fuck, I had a notable random move. Oh, Dirty Fireworks. That was a move used by Vegeta once to kill Kui. Oh, that's right. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Kui can rot in hell. There was this dude in Dragon Ball who was like in the like the devil costume and his I remember that. His his move was that he can like make the evil in someone's heart expand and like murder them that way and make their hearts explode and he tried to do that on, on Kid Goku but his heart was pure, pure so yeah. it didn't work. 
But I think in like one of the Tenkaichi games, you could play as him. His name is Devil Man. Yeah, yeah and, and you could fight like Frieza in like an alternate story, and he like murders Frieza because Frieza had so much evil in his heart that he just like fucking murked him. <laughs> That's a pretty cool move. It's basically Dragon Ball's version of the Penance Stare. <laughs> so Cell will harness that attack. Well, Cell's got all the cells of all the strongest fighters, right? He must got like some Devil Man like swirling around in his gut there or some shit, like in his <laughs> in his. Like fucking his I mean, intestines I or something. Like is, is Devil Man that notable? Fucking like Devil Man probiotics in his gut. You know what I'm talking about? Is that why he's evil secretly? It's because of Devil Man. No, Devil Man's like a good, he's like a hero. He was just on the wrong side of the, the fight anyway. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That was Dragon Chat episode three. I'm Stan Gazerski. I'm Andy Carasquilla, and I'm Chris Sampson. And uh, you can find this podcast on the same RSS feed as Super Nerd Pals. Uh, so all you have to do is, uh, is go to SoundCloud's uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, even our website, uh, supernerdpals.com, and you will find links to our podcast, and episode three will be part of that same feed. We have a lot of other great shows. We have our, our Super Nerd Pals, so we're on episode 81. And we also have our first five episodes of Anime is Weird. So if you want some, some more anime goodness, you can check those episodes out as well. You can find us on Twitter at Super Nerd Pals. And you can find Stan at Stan Doom. 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 You can find Andy on Twitter at SweetJustice1. That's O-N-E, SweetJustice1. And you can find me on Twitter at Kyo Ninja for Hire. That's K Y O Ninja for Hire. Again, this is episode three of Dragon Chat. We had a lot of fun. Stay tuned for our totally canon, totally real Cell Terminator Back to the Future movie. It's going to happen. And stay tuned for the next episode of Dragon Ball Super. So we're going we're gonna to keep you guys updated on that. And as well as any and all pertinent Dragon Ball related news. Thanks for listening. Rock the Dragon! Come with me if you want to live. Stay here, I'll be back.